You're listening to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. I'm Mike Renato, and I'm here with my good buddy and co-founder in AMG, Sean Webb. We have one goal with this podcast, to help you improve your game. We're going to do that by showing you what the best players in the world do, and then show you how to incorporate those same moves into your own swing. And we're going to do it all in 15 minutes or less. Today's episode is brought to you by Live View Golf. We use the Live View Pro every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. Sean, one of the things we hear all the time in in-person lessons, when, you, when you're asking the players, you know, kind of, what have you been working on? Like, what are you trying to do in your swing? Invariably, you're going to hear, I'm trying to take my hands out of it. I feel too handsy. I want to square it more with rotation. And that player always has a look at rotation. Especially, eh, show me what you mean by that. And they'll pose it. What's that pose look like? Pretty much universally, what's that pose look like? What does it look like? Yeah, what's it look like? If they're trying to square it with rotation? Yes. Club face wide open. Wide open. Off the ground. The, the club's a foot off the ground. They're not going to hit the ball. Their body's, body's turned some kind of cartoonish amount. Yeah, it's it's not. The, 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 the handle's out in front of their body. I usually will say, where do you think that ball's going to go? Like, no, what do you mean? I was like, well, you're not touching the ground and the face is pointed at the wall. Yeah. Like 80 degrees like, to the target line. <laughs> like, So if you really ratchet that back, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And then, yeah, then when they do hit the ball, none of those things are present. No, because they got to square the face. Exactly right. And, and, you know, the better the player, the less they have to think about their hands. I, I don't have to think about what, how I'm squaring the face. I actually almost can't not, like, lean the shaft. Mike's seen me a million times try to, like, make some weird Oh, I've swings. given him all kinds of stuff to do. Hey, man, let me see you just flip the snot out of this. Yeah. Really lean that shaft back. And you're like, okay, I did it. And then we look at it on, on video, and it's five degrees shaft lean rather than – Nine. <laughs> yeah, and I and it's just because I trained it so right. much and learned how to you know compress the ball at a young age. I can't not do it. So for me, yeah, I I could think about not using my hands as much. I don't think about them. Right. The average player, they haven't learned the correct release motion yet. So to to for them, they actually think that they can square the face with the body. They'll hit it worse to the right if they do it if they try to do that. Yeah, there's there. Who's a high rotator that we have in in gear system? Like, who would like be a, a super high? Like a Rory ish. Okay, so let's use Rory for example. F- roughly fifty, forty nine, fifty. I don't remember off the top of my head. Open at impact with his hips, shoulders five, I think open. Um, at shaft parallel in the downswing. So that's the start of the delivery phase when you're when you're in the downswing and your shaft parallel parallel to the ground, your hands will typically be in front of your trail leg, okay? Like mm, right, right there, right before impact. How, and again, this is a super high and super fast rotator. I remember ESPN did that thing that said he was oh. the fastest rotator on tour. It was like 750 degrees a second, the yeah. pelvis. It's yeah, fast. which is crazy fast. He's, Most guys are in the 400s. just off the charts. So we're talking about an outlier with his ability, how fast and how much he rotates. Certainly not the norm, especially for normal human beings. 
not playing the game for a living. That shaft parallel on the downswing, his club face to his path is open 50 degrees with a seven iron. Yeah. 50 degrees open to his path with a seven iron at shaft parallel. If he made contact right there, he'd slice it off the planet. <laughs> well, you'd never hear of him. So, so if he rotated to square the face, he would have to rotate. And the hips don't square the face. So let's say his shoulders would have to rotate roughly 50 degrees. How much in that time frame from shaft parallel to impact do you think his shoulders rotate? Where, where is he at? Where is he at that point? Uh, I want to think. Was he 20 close or something? It's in that ballpark. It's in the teens, high teens, I think. So maybe 20 degrees. Yeah, he rotates his shoulders less than that. He does from, from shaft parallel to impact. You're, so, talking, you're talking about 36, 33 milliseconds? Yeah, so there's no way that that's square in the club face because you'd still slice it. So, and then if you look at other players, you look at DJ, you look at whoever, no one squares the club face with rotation. It doesn't make sense anyway. It's too open. Yeah, that toe is not straight up and down there, but it's only slightly down. Yeah. It's, let's, let's say it even matches spine angle. That's still. That, that, that's such an arbitrary number know, that it matches your spine Because you're rotated and it, It's going to be 40, what we typically see, 40 to 50 degrees open milliseconds from impact. And it's pretty much across the board, isn't it? Yes. Dep- not yes. even like all crossed, all good, a lot of good yes. players. DJ 43 open with that bowed, strong club face there. It's like there's only. Still only seven so, degrees difference than Rory. Yeah, there's only like so much time that the yes. human body needs to, to get it square right. from there. And right. you can't, if you had it more open than that, it'd be unplayable. Exactly right. So the body doesn't close the club face. No, we can establish that one. It's again, it's not interpretation. It's just you look at where the club face is, where the body is, walk it to impact. You can see the body lose, moves very little in the delivery of the club. It goes right back to the, to the, what we talked about in the beginning. It's like you can't just hang on. If you're a beginner or, or a higher handicapper, you haven't learned the correct release. You can't just hang on and turn. That's what they, they think. And it sounds like think. it should be that oh my way. God, the whole game is like that. It sounds like it sounds so good on paper. Oh, it squares itself. If I just, and you hear it on TV. How can it square itself? The mass of the head is offset from the shaft. The it's ma- trying to open. It's high MOI. It's a resistant to twisting. It is fighting the club face squaring. It's trying to open. Yes. Yes. So if you haven't learned... Two square the face. You know, I think the first time I saw this, I think it was, um, I mean, I've read every golf book. I got a nice little library, actually. It you, can was, re- you can read? I, I used to be able to. <laughs> uh, Jim McLean had the eight-step swing, and, he, and yeah. it was a great book. And um, That was one of the, as far okay. for golf instruction books, that was a, a hallmark. Class A yeah. right there. Um, and part of it was he he almost taught two different things to depend on the level of player. If they're a more beginner, he taught a more hands, arms, and wrists right. dominant motion. Because that's what's missing. And then once they reached a certain point, he almost switched the way he taught and got them more like body-driven. It was brilliant. Because I know when I have beginners, a lot of times I put the ball on a tee with an eight iron, give them a grip with their feet together, and have them do just clip the ball off the tee to learn the motion of the arms, wrists, Kind of hands. a toe-up, toe-up deal. I mean – Otherwise, they just they pull the club like a baseball bat, and the the heel they present the heel of the club to the ball. They don't know how to get that 
club base to turn over. So I thought that was brilliant what, what he did there. And obviously he's been teaching golf for a long time. So you tend to figure some stuff out. And, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head there, or certainly he did, that the better players have already learned that skill to the point, you know, we like using the shoe tying analogy. Like, I do not have to think about where my hands and fingers go when I'm tying my shoes anymore. I don't even remember tying my shoes most of the time. You could just think about your arms. Yeah, you, you could. Think I could just think about making sure I put my shoes on, <laughs> right? Yeah. At my age, is do I have shoes on? Yeah. Not, how do I tie on them? the right feet and all that yeah. stuff? Yeah. <laughs> when these great players are talking about their swings, especially, and they're and they're when you get that insight and they're telling you, "What are you working on?" I'm, I'm feeling it. Trying to take my hands out of yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. You should be able to learn something well enough in the golf swing that you can forget about it. That's the truth. Right? But if you haven't learned it and you go from not learning that to Roy McIlroy's feel for impact, you're not going to hit it like Roy McIlroy because club face is going to be wide open. Yeah, it's a it's a skill. Learn how to manage that. It, the gol- Golf is hard because we've said it a million times. The club face is not on the bat. Yep. And it's resisting twisting. If you took the grip with two fingers and set the club on the ground – and you move that grip, the top end towards the target, the club face flops open. It doesn't flop closed. So you're not getting any help. There's no automatic squaring. We've heard that term before. And those of you that are trying to get shaft lean, if you manage to get more shaft lean, the face is more open and it's it requires an even more twisting. So if you don't have that little twisting on the grip, you really don't have any chance to get shaft lean. That's why so many golfers the shaft backwards in impact because that helps close the face. That's a, that's a closing mechanism. Yep. Now, it, they don't like it because it flicks the ball up in the air. But They've lost up. But at least they can hit a ball that starts at the target. I mean, it, in the end, it's a hard game. Yeah, and, you know, you got to factor in, too. We hear golfers talk about, you know, all the time, this goes back to what squares the face. I think it's pretty easy to establish the body does not square the face. That one's it, out. It's a contributor for sure. Yeah, but it I, brings the club around. But we've seen a number of guys be dead square at impact and can hook hit hooks. Yeah. Right? So it's not what squares the face. It's certainly a contributor. It certainly helps stabilize the face. It brings the club around, I guess. You yeah. Know, I mean, there's a lot of benefits in using the body in the golf swing. Oh, yeah. In fact, we teach it. Yeah. Right? Exactly. But it's not what squares the face. You just don't hold on and square it. You know, it, funny, if that was the case, I guess any old grip would work. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Wait a minute. What now? Like, you can just, like, <laughs> you can, like, you know what I mean? I'm you mean just grips think, matter? I'm just thinking out loud, yeah. Super palmy, left hand or lead yeah. hand, and then weak right. Yeah, no. And, oh, I'm just going to turn harder. That'll make up for my bad grip. No. It, that falls apart. No, that falls apart. Um, so, you know, you've everybody's heard or seen probably DJ in contention on a telecast. Mm. And the body movements are so easy to talk about when you're looking at video because they're big, right? You can see where the body is. And they're slower. Very slow. Like a fast body moves like seven miles an hour. Yeah, it's a slower move. Slow move. Easy to look at. So it's easy to see, especially with a player like DJ's long, lanky, bent over more. It's like, oh, man, he really turns good. Like he's really – you hear this all the time on announcers, like, his club face is so strong that if he didn't turn good, he'd hit nothing but hooks. And he is the same issue Rory has. DJ, from shaft parallel to impact, he's moving his body 12 degrees. Exactly. Club face is open 43. Yeah, he's learned how to 
control his golf ball. Right. Now, but it doesn't body, look like that's what he's doing. No. His body helps him support that, but they've got world-class uh, feel for squaring that club face in that last With six With the arms inches. and hands. Yeah, they, that, that's the skill in golf. It's, the, it's getting the face and the path to match when you strike the golf ball is the skill in golf. And if that – we know it. The club face is open. I mean, you probably you know the exact number. Was it a foot from the ball? It's X number of degrees open. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's wide open. I mean, it's the skill of learning to flash that square. There's no keeping it perfect. If, if you could hold it square a foot from the ball, you know where that club is a foot from the ball. If you held that and turned, everybody would hit wild foul balls to the right. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be closing yes. rapidly in that last. It does not stay square. Over any length of time, no, in the path it doesn't. It's always closing to the path in the downswing. Yeah, and that's always. That's the skill of the game. Yep. It's I mean, when you get right down to it, it's learning to control the club face. Yes, and it's, it's funny you bring up that foot before impact. DJ, the player, looks like he does nothing with his arms and hands. Is his twist on the grip, like when you're twisting that grip closed, increases a hundred and twenty percent. Over that foot, last foot of the downswing. It's amazing. Rory, same exact number, 120th. They're twisting so heavily on that shaft, that grip of the club, all the way to impact. Like a massive amount they're twisting on the grip. But to your point earlier about the clubs fighting that, the club isn't twisting at the same rate. So This makes me really sad about how hard the game is. Right. (laughs) <laughs> right, it makes it, it fires me up when a guy who's a 15 handicapper hits one 10 feet from the flag and is mad that he didn't hit it closer. It's, it's like, like, dude, that was a miracle. <laughs> it, every good <laughs> shot's a miracle. <laughs> so you can't look at what squares the face as far as, okay, we hear this all the time. Like, I need to have a lower closure rate. Like, guys have no idea First what First of all, means. you're not measuring. If you're looking at it on video, yeah. come on. Okay, I get you want to be less flippy. I get that. I'm on board with that. Yeah, or less scoopy. Let's fix all that. I'm on board with all that. But that. What your closure rate is, you have no idea. It's like how far apart your ears are or how big your eyes are. And it's not really. That's uh, what you got. There's no universal like weight for everybody to measure it anyway. Lower closure does not equal better golfer, does not equal more skillful golfer. Every low closure player we have, we have somebody just as accurate, just as skillful with a high closure rate. 100%. Get yourself in a good position. Learn how to square the face. Get a little bit of shaft lean so you're not scooping and flipping. Get your body in a good spot and go play golf. Learn the skills. Educate your hands. You say it all the time. you got to have educated hands. You can't think, take the arms and hands out of the swing. Just like you shouldn't be thinking, take the body out of the swing. No. You have to use them both. Yeah, it's a – I call that looks good on paper. Oh, yeah. I mean, low. yeah, look, I'll, if I just I'll turn. I'll just square the face and just keep it square. It's like if I just turn back and through and shift my weight correctly and just let the arms and hands along for the ride, it'll magically square up. It looks good on paper. Go out to the range and try that. Especially <laughs> if you haven't if you haven't trained yourself to learn how to square the face, that don't work in real life. If squaring the face and then just turning through produce better shots, the guys playing for $8 million every week would be doing that in spades, and there hasn't been one ever do that. Nope. So, one, they can't do it. Or, two, they they, have, they haven't tried to do it. Right. And those guys try to do everything. They have at least one. I would if I was playing for that kind of money. Like, that's all I got to do? Yeah. Uh, it just doesn't work that way. So, you're right. Yeah. On, on paper, doesn't really win anything. Doesn't really 
a lot of ideas in golf that sound good on paper that just don't exist. Yeah. Get yourself a good plan and stick to it and learn the fundamentals of the game. Good, solid grip, square the club, square club face, good pivot, good arm swing, right? Yes, learn how to use the hands. I mean, that's what every, every young kid you see at your club that can make the ball hook and fade, he's not going to have to think about that when he's 30 years old. It's funny. In a way, it's like it was almost beneficial in a way. I didn't have a driving range as a kid because we would go out in the woods and see who could hook balls Absolutely. around trees. You're learning a very important skill doing that. Like my brother and I was standing there and drop five or six balls or who could hit it close to the hole from behind this tree and slice it. You had to hook it behind this tree. You had to hit it over this yeah. tree. Like I think it benefited us a lot more than we knew. We both ended up being good players. It's like it was just – the way it was, we didn't have a range. No, you, you learn skills like that, when, especially at that age, when you don't even know you're learning anything. You're just trying to Figure have fun and beat your brother. Like, look at that ball curve. How'd you right, do that? Right. And then you've, you've, it's, you don't have to think about it. Yeah. You should be learning skills, whatever it is in the golf swing, to the point where you don't have to think about it anymore. Uh, 100% right. That would be like the holy grail. This yeah. point and shoot. Yeah, I mean, that'd be a terrible way to play, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, but trying to ignore them as if they don't exist Mm -mm. or as if good players don't use those things is, again, it's one of those videos versus reality deals. Uh, These great players, tremendous use of the arms and hands. That's why they're great players. That makes them great right there. You have to use the body. You also have to use the arms and hands. And you can't do one without the other and be any good. Mm -mm, That is the truth. Yep. We good here? We're good. (laughs) We're good? Well, if you guys are enjoying these, please go over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star and a written review. It helps more golfers find the podcast. We're trying to help as many people as we can play better golf. 